Hello, and welcome to the Convos with Kayla podcast. On this podcast, I will be sharing what God has been teaching me lately while also featuring guests on the show. This is a relaxed place to feel like you're having a cup of coffee or tea and talking about Christian lifestyle with vulnerability, challenging ourselves on our beliefs and actions as believers of Jesus, growing deeper in scripture, sharing testimonies of God's faithfulness, and exploring how we can grow deeper in love with our King while living for His glory. Make sure to subscribe, share with your friends, and enjoy the episode. Welcome back, everyone. I'm so thankful to have you here. To be honest, I have had a hard time recording this episode, not because of what we're going to be talking about. I'm super excited what we're going to be talking about, but just because I'm trying to figure out how to begin each episode. I've been doing welcome back, hello, all that good stuff, but today in my head, I've had the High School Musical 2 song stuck in my head where it's like, what time is it? Summertime. But instead of like that, I've had Okay, here it is. It's super cheesy, but it would go, what time is it? Podcast time. It's our vacation or something like that. It's time to listen. I don't know, but that's been stuck in my head. So anyway, um, I don't want to ramble for too long just because this is a devotional. And like I said uh, in a previous episode, I have felt led to do devotionals in between each um guest episode, I guess you could say. So we'll see how the Lord leads. But for this week's episode, I'm super excited. First of all, I wanted to just say that um, I was praying about what to do and I just felt like God was just leading me to talk about the fruits of the Spirit. And so starting off with a bang, which is ours today, it's the big powerful word of love. So Galatians 5, 22 through 23 says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So in these next few devos, each fruit will be explored and related to our everyday lives. I mean, just like physical fruit needs time to grow, the fruit of the Spirit will not ripen in our lives overnight. Shocker, right? But as we mature in our faith, all these characteristics of our spiritual fruits or I should say of the Lord's spiritual fruits will grow in us as well. But it, it has to take time. You know, you have to be watered and have food and, you know, all these things. And so um, by doing that, we can have the living water and the bread of life. And the ways that we get that is by spending time with the Lord. And so um, I just want to kind of just dive deep and talk all about love, which love, it's an interesting word as I was studying it. And I feel like God was just teaching me a lot through it. But love really is such a powerful word. But it also is a word that is very um, twisted nowadays, especially when it comes to the love of God. There are so many people that think, oh, God isn't loving because but that's not that's not the right definition or the right outlook of what love is. And so I wanted to break down what love is first before we dive into the Devo. So love is probably the most well-known fruit of the Spirit, but it is also the most misunderstood. Like I said, love in the fruits of the Spirit passage is translated from the Greek word agape. The Greek language has several words for love, eros, philia, agape, and many more. The first two that I just mentioned speak about love that is felt. It's a feeling. But agape, the last one, describes a different kind of love. It is a love that is more of a decision than a spontaneous heart or a feeling. 
It chooses to love the undeserving. It can be defined as a sacrificial, giving, absorbing love. And the word agape has little to do with emotion, but it has much to do with self-denial for the sake of another. It is a love that gives without demanding or expecting repayment. It is a love so great that it, be, it can be given to the unlovable or unappealing. It is a love that loves even when it is rejected. Agape love gives and loves because it wants to. It does not demand or expect repayment from the love given. Agape is the Greek word used for love in the fruits of the Spirit, as well as in 1 Corinthians 13. In that chapter, it tells us that love is patient, love is kind, and love never fails. In the world we live in, love often fails. I mean, we see that so many times in marriages, families, relationships, friendships, and just in general in society. We also see that the word love is being overused in so many ways that it minimizes the depth of what real love is. We say, oh, I loved that movie, or I love these pancakes, or I love your outfit. But do we truly sit and think about the holy, powerful, and strong love of God? So the verse for today is 1 John 4.19. We can love because he first loved us. So the dive-in devo for today is, do we realize how deep God's love is? His love demonstrates his perfect, selfless, agape love to the whole world. We see from Christ's teachings and example that godly love is deep, outgoing concern for, and generous giving to others. And it is a continual willingness to be self-sacrificing so we can assist others. It is the opposite of selfishness and self-centeredness. By His Spirit, God offers us a continual supply of His limitless love. He continually fills our wells so that we have plenty to give to other thirsty people. In the analogy Christ gave in John 7:38, it says that His love is like a river that comes from the great source and will flow through us. We have to ask the Spirit for help to love those around us because it doesn't come naturally to us. I mean, if you truly study the human nature, we are selfish people. All we care is about ourselves. We give so that we receive. We always expect something if we give because we just want something back. We are very selfish. We are very prideful. But we have to take a step back, especially as believers, to rest in his abundant love for us. And then from that place, we can pour out his love to others. I realize that I withhold love from others, especially if I'm stressed, insecure, feel alone, or have anxiety. Instead of finding ways to serve others with the agape love that Christ gives to me, not expecting anything in return, or just pray for them or encourage them, I close off and I shut down. I realize that it's when I'm not choosing to rest in God's love for me that I hold back for love for others. I want to choose to consistently show agape love. 1 John 4, 19, like I said in the beginning, says that we can love because he first loved us. By remembering that I can love because he first loved me, it humbles me. It truly humbles me. Even if I don't feel very loving in the moment, I can remember to show love because it has been given to me. I don't deserve it, but God has given me an abundant love. Therefore, I should want to show that love to others. Even though I may not feel like they deserve it in the moment, who am I to say that I deserve it? Because I don't. 
So I need to show this love to others because this love has been given to me. Love can only be done when we are drawing from the Father's love. So we are to love God, let his love fill you up and satisfy you, to love others with this agape love, not expecting anything in return, and love when it's hard and when it comes easy. So we are to learn about love from love himself. I cannot say that enough. We are to learn about love from love himself. We cannot learn about love from your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your dad, your mom, your friend, your, I don't know, TikTok account. I don't know. (laughs) We can't learn love from these things, from what the world tries to give us because it's it's not fulfilling and it's not powerful. But we can learn about what true love looks like and is from the true lover himself. God wants to transform you so that your character is also defined by love. So this week, I want to encourage you all to put on love like Colossians talks about. Colossians 3.14 says, And above all else, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. If you are choosing to put on love, like you're putting on clothes each day, just, you know, even put something in your closet that says, I'm going to put on love today. It reminds you that everything can work together in perfect harmony. Now, obviously, we're not perfect. We are sinful and selfish and prideful. But if we choose to put on this love that Christ has given us, man, it binds things together and it's crazy. But like I said, it's not perfect. But we can try our best to love those around us because of Christ's love. So you can think about one thing that you can do for someone else this week. It could be writing a note of encouragement, praying for someone's meal, um, praying for someone around you, whether you know them or not, FaceTiming a friend who might be lonely, or praying, or sorry, bringing a treat to your neighbor. There you go. Also, I said praying for someone's meal. I meant to say paying for someone's meal, but you could pray for someone's meal too. You know, that's good. <laughs> but in John 13, 35, it says, By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. I know in this generation, it has this impression that Christians are so unloving. And we see this on social media. We see even non-Christians getting in arguments with people. We see people that are just so hateful. We see if you disagree with me, well, we can't be friends. There is so much darkness, but not only that, there's so much hatred around us. And we have this impression now that Christians are part of that, that we are just really awful people with just crazy hate because people look at our God and they think, man, he is just not a loving God. And so I know personally, I really want to grow in this verse. I want that everyone who looks at me to see that I am the Lord's disciple. But not only that, I want them to see that I'm the Lord's disciple because of the ways that I love those around me. Whether I disagree with them, whether I don't feel like it in the moment, I want people to see this love that Christ has given to me and that I can give to others. And so I would encourage you and challenge you to do the same. We want to start a new generation of believers of Jesus who are so in love with him, but not only that, who are walking in love and showing love. So the golden nugget for today is true, powerful, sacrificial love can only be found and given when we are drawing from the Father's love.
All right, I'm going to pray us out with this power and prayer moment. Here we go. Oh, Father God, I just want to thank you for your powerful love that you show all of us. We are so undeserving of love, Father, but I'm so grateful that you desire to give it to us. I pray that all who have listened to this episode or who are listening currently still, that they would be men and women who draw from the depths of your love and pour out this love onto others. Help this listener to be a friend who loves, to rejoice and hold others up. Help this listener, whoever is listening, to be this strength to this person and give them strength to be a daughter or son who honors, a grandson or a granddaughter who pursues, a stranger who sees the unseen, to be a neighbor who reaches out, and to be a person who loves well because they know they are loved well by you. Fill all of our hearts, Lord, with your agape love today. Let our storehouse of love be full because of that full love that you give. And I pray that we would truly understand this powerful love that you give to us. That it wouldn't just be something that we hear in church each week or toss around when talking to a friend, but it would be powerful because you are powerful and because your love is powerful. So renew this love inside of each of us today, Lord. I thank you for your heart, Abba. And I pray that I would love you with every bone in my body. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, The two song suggestions I wanted to give this week to go along with our devotional is How He Loves by David Crowder or Crowder Band. I don't know what he goes by now, but one of those. And the second one is How Deep the Father's Love for Us. And that's a, um, what do you call it? just his own type version of the old hymn, but it's by Lovkin. It's L-O-V-K-N. He does a beautiful job of uh, revamping that song, that beautiful old hymn, and he has beautiful violins behind the music, and oh, it's just so beautiful. So, And I know I just said beautiful like five times, so enjoy that. But anyway, friends, I hope that this devotional was encouraging to you. Um, And truly, I just pray that we would be known as people who truly do show love because we are loved. And I know I have said that several times in this devotional, but it's true. Like, if you desire to show love to those around you, you can only do that by understanding the love that the Father gives back to you. And if you don't feel loving currently right now, just remember (laughs) And maybe this is sounding harsh, but just remember, you aren't even deserving of the Father's love. So why do you hold back showing that love to this person close to you as well? I know that really, really humbles me. It is a very harsh thing to think about, but it's true. I am not deserving of this love. Yet the Father gives it to me. Therefore, I would be a coward not to give it back to someone else because I don't feel like they deserve it. I want to give love freely. And so I challenge you to do the same. So friends, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it was encouraging. Um, As always, my Instagram DMs are open at Convos with Kayla. And I would love for y'all to subscribe and follow along here for the podcast. It helps out a lot. And I will see you next week with another new and awesome guest.